Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber and I play Astra Blep Buffet, adult half-elf oracle, who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa Paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elfin battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our well-groomed GM and world builder, Justin mm. Green. Justin, how are you? I'm getting more and more harried. I, in preparation of today's game, <laughs> uh, just doing like fae-centric things, I've been trying to like prep. Uh, so I've like kidnapped a lot of children, like babies, <laughs> like through sort of deals I've made with their parents. Tricky. <laughs> but right now it like really hasn't panned out yet because they're all like still babies and I have to take care of them. Um, but eventually <laughs> I'm going to really get something out of this, I think. The baby foley is about to get way better. <laughs> <laughs> So the group has successfully made their purchases. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else uh, before you make your way into the woods? I was actually wondering if we could hire a guide to take us into the forest, like a a Fanolin graduate or something like that that had made the pilgrimage before. Hmm. If we could find somebody who works at the Temple of the Cat Lord and just came to Fanolin to get like supplies or something, that would Uh be even better. You walk around and talk to people about this. You find that, you know, a lot of people have done it. It's a pretty straight shot north into the woods. It doesn't mean that it's not dangerous. You know, even though it's a well-traveled pathway, there isn't like a set trail. Like anytime somebody tries to make a trail, then it's destroyed by the Fae within, you know, a day Ah, or two. Of course. You find Nalia, the retired adventurer who is uh, a paladin of Molni, but now she just runs the cat cafe in town. She tells you, you know, I, I could take you out there if you'd like. I needed to go out there anyway and, and see Molni. I haven't been in some time, uh, so I could I could take you the way. Oh, that would be great. Dude, that'd be super solid. Is there any way we could compensate you for that? Oh, no, just uh, traveling with a, a young paladin of Molni is reward enough. Oh, uh, dude, make me feel yeah. young again. 
Yeah. Uh, do you want to like spar or like do some like stretches? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Normally getting the blood flowing like makes me feel young again. Like, cause you know, like once you pass like a hundred, like, you know, it's just not quite the same anymore. Like waking up and you like got to take care of yourself. God. Um, and if you could bring some of those cookies along with you also, that would be great. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. Oh, I like this gal. <laughs> she packs a couple of the cat face cookies. Paul, didn't you want to get her to teach you how to make? Uh, I'm gonna oh. hit her up on the way. <laughs> keep that. Keep that uh, He's like, I didn't forget. <laughs> um, okay, I think we're ready. With everything in order, the squad uh, meets up with Nalia at Fainalin's northernmost point. The city sort of overlaps with the Whispering Woods a little bit. There are like a handful of old school elves that prefer to live uh, in a way that's more connected with nature. <laughs> so you find some of those houses built into trees where kind of the, the city is ending and the woods are starting. Um, but once you've passed the Church of Salinas, there are no more vestiges of civilization. You know that you are in the woods officially. Mm-hmm. As you guys... Enter. You want to make a perception check for me? Uh, give me your thoughts, anything you're looking for. Hmm. I mean, Astra's on the highest of high alerts, uh, <laughs> strung like an attitude violin. <laughs> but that doesn't make her better or more competent at perception because she rolled a 15 total. She's distracted by how high strung she is. She's too anxious to be good. <laughs> Not the worst perception check that this show has seen. So. <laughs> Not the worst perception check that somebody has rolled right now. Yeah, a <laughs> five for a total of four. I Yay. think he's probably distracted by like orange pulp or something like that. Oh man, it's so sticky. Oh, I told you to rinse off before we left. (laughs) Patty's rolled a 23. She is cautious because Astra has hyped up the danger of this scenario so much, but also very interested to be going somewhere new and thinks that Astra is making a little mountain out of a molehill with these dangers of the woods. So that's fair. So uh, the group makes their way in. You did say that you uh, have chained Manny to you, and chained to Manny is Gumball, the (laughs) baby disenchantator who is uh, keeping up Manny's heels as you walk through. Johnny, even with a a four on your perception check, you are excited to see that Nalia has donned her old paladin gear. Oh, dude. It's pretty sweet. You haven't seen, like, these, like, classically Molney-styled armors uh, anymore in this day and age. It's, like, legit, like, old war stuff. She has, like, this giant cat-eared helm that's, like, weighing her down. Uh, She's just a small old lady. Love it. You think your armor slows you down. She is moving at a snail's (laughs) pace in this. uh, But she's so happy to be adventuring with you guys. Nalia, as a former paladin, now chef, uh, is carrying some cooking gear, much like Zelf. Mm. Well, Zelf wants to chat with her about cooking while they're on the road. Well, before you get into that, I have a thousand follow-up questions about this cat does it have a kitty tail so in the front of it like the breastplate is like a large golden cat and like oh. the tails from the cats are like the straps that go around and hold the oh, arm really good justin <laughs> i want it for myself please yes it's dope <laughs> 
Uh, so you guys are, are just making small talk as you go through. And the deeper that you make it into the woods, the more you start to see strange things. You see tree limbs begin to like curl and spiral in unnatural ways. Occasionally, some of the foliage is like a shocking pink instead of green. Cool. The fog that covers Fainolin is a lot denser here. Uh, you can tell that the fog is like rolling out from the woods into the city. And here, it's thick. The more you walk, it's taking on like a purple hue, a strange shimmer. Some of you can't help but feel that perhaps it's reminiscent to Astra's Obscuring Mist. Hmm. Whoa, hmm. uncalled for. Odd. <laughs> oh yeah, where we all kind of hold a length of rope so that nobody gets disappeared to the fog. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that was sure. like we're ice climbing or something. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like we're kindergartners going on a field trip. Exactly. Well, some of us. Astra, the little stranger, has the zoomies. It's bolting back and forth <laughs> across your path. It's <laughs> overflowing with energy. Oh. Just so excited. It's such bad news. It's terrible. That is bad news. Um, <laughs> Astra, what rules of thumb should we observe when we go through the Whispering Woods? I guess don't listen to the whispers might be one. Don't listen to the whispers. Don't eat anything. Mm -hmm. We'll take our own food. Ooh. Don't eat anything. Zelf. Really? Zelf. <laughs> Zelf. Any exceptions to that rule? You're licking your lips. There's not <laughs> even anything here for you to, to tongue. So I don't know what you're getting all antsy about. Tasting things is how I communicate with the world. It's how I explore. Well, <laughs> the means of communication of the Whispery Woods, you shouldn't trust any of them. You can't trust oh. the whispers and you can't tell, trust the tastes. Oh, you were serious about this, weren't you? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> don't wander off the path. If you see anybody that looks like us, don't trust them. Unless you know it's us, then trust us. But don't trust anyone who looks like us who isn't us. Don't take anything <laughs> from anyone. Don't take anything with you. Anything that you see that has value is probably a trick, so don't even bother. If we see anything before we do anything, we should tell the rest of the group about it. Yes, communication. If I find some tasty-looking no. slime, I'll make sure to check with you. And if Johnny <laughs> finds somebody who's in danger, he can ask you. And Why would I I'm not sure really what Patty's <laughs> lures are. Maybe if Patty sees some oppressed fae, she should make sure to check with you. That's the tricky thing about the Whispering Woods, is that it's kind of always changing. Um, one would say mutating. Uh, or perhaps rotting would be a better, more accurate word. Perhaps meowtating? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but you certainly could. I certainly did. <laughs> so it's hard to say, like, what to expect. Um, you could expect perhaps the unexpected. But how do you even do that, you know, in a functional way? About a half hour into your trip, you start to hear the voices, Astra. <laughs> Everybody hears this, but Astra is very familiar. Whispering, as the name suggests, they're overlapping and raspy. It makes you feel like you're being watched from like all directions, uh, but you never see like the source of them. They're just sort of disembodied voices echoing through the trees. Most of the names that they're saying you don't recognize, though you do catch Nalia a few times. <laughs> After a while, you hear Astra. Astra's back. Mm. Mm. Oh, Astra, do you know these guys? Is this like some of your family, friends, old schoolmates, something like that? No, I can appreciate why you're confused, but my last name is Blep, not Back. 
I know their <laughs> accent makes it sound uh, like they're saying, yeah, they're just saying Astra back. And, yeah, and, like, she's back, like, Astra's back, let's party, like, are you excited? No, I think it's like a name, I think it's like Astra back. Oh, Astra you know? back, what are the odds, okay. Astra's not even, like, Astra's just a nickname, if it were, if they were talking about me, they'd be like, climb an Astra blips. <laughs> they wouldn't say that, though, because I, I don't hang out here. Once you say that, Astra, they start going, climb an Astra. <laughs> I'm an Astra. <laughs> Whoa, that's so eerie. <laughs> it's like an entire invisible crowd that's like murmuring your name, like the oh. telephone game, passing it uh, deeper into the forest. I think they do mean you. <laughs> now they do. Yeah. The, whoever Astra back must have left the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they could hear. You think sometimes you just think that they're voices, but uh, you forget sometimes that they can hear you and the things that you say to each other. Speaking of, are these voices fully disembodied or are these gnomes or brownies or trees? It's making the whisper. So again, it's a hard question to ask sometimes because it's like, can you punch a voice? And sometimes the answer in the Whispering Woods is yes, and sometimes it's no. So it's like, are they embodied? I don't know. Uh, it's trickier to cook something that doesn't have a body. Can you make love to a shadow, Paul? That's the question you just asked, you know? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Uh, Paul does want to know that. But... We can get back to that. <laughs> It's kind of funny you should say that, Astra, because, like, I feel like some people can make shadows more real than others, like, slightly tangible. Huh. I feel like I've touched and, like, shaken hands with a shadow before. Oh, whoa. Did you make love to it, too? No, or? no, no. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. No, I don't know if okay. I can do that. Well, we live in a magical <laughs> world. There are stranger things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's the thing is like uh, maybe today they're disembodied and maybe tomorrow it's the trees and maybe later it's like um, the voice is coming from like the concept of whimsy. You know, <laughs> it's like, which is it? I don't know. Uh, I hope they're just mimicking us out of instinct. And that they're not fully intelligent humanoids. <laughs> Leah says, well, uh, no one really knows what the voices look like, but they will learn your name and try to lure you away from the group. So uh, as, as long as you don't listen, you should be okay. Oh, well, then don't tell them my name, for God's sake. Call me <laughs> Maddie. Harry's <laughs> not very creative on the secret identities. <laughs> That's a new loop, so no one will know. Okay, Maddie. That's me. Do the voices start saying Maddie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as soon as <laughs> okay, that happens, yeah. they start Maddie, Maddie, it's Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. And here's a really important question. Do they also say Zelf or do they now say Paul? Because I said Paul. <laughs> well, this is mildly diverting, but I don't think any of us are likely to run off into the woods. Good. I mean, we'd better not be. I'll be so annoyed if I had to lecture you and then you still run into the woods. Uh, why don't we agree that if anyone runs off, we just leave them? Because they've been warned. <laughs> But, like, what if we hear, like, a cry for help from, like, somebody who's, like, it's clearly innocent? Johnny. Like a child or, like, 
a wounded a kitten. No, like I don't no. know if I could resist like oh, hearing no. that. Like somebody I tie him up for the love of God. <laughs> somebody put a ball in his mouth because he's just telling these voices how to lure him. That's right. All right, we do have to agree to use a buddy system. If one of us wants to run off no. for a compelling reason, we'll ask our buddy, and if the buddy says no, then we have to agree to stay. Johnny, we're all your buddy. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right, buddies. It's a seven-person plus one gumball buddy system buddy where system. if you want to run off, you have to have every other single person in the group. Uh, it's all or nothing. How about that? Who's the seventh person? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait. There's only four of us. I was including oh, Justin no, in that. No, no, no. <laughs> see, the, the fifth person is the goat man, Faye, that has infiltrated oh, yeah, our right. party. And is now holding hands with Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. It would be so funny if when we, if we, when we left to the Whispering Woods, there was just suddenly a fifth NPC character in our group. His name's Justin Green. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's clearly a druid. As you guys are lecturing Johnny about what to do, and Johnny, you're, you're taking this all in. Johnny, I need you to make a reflex check for me. Oh, yeah. He's mm. fighting his instinct to run off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go right, help! Thank you. Uh, I rolled a 14 for a total of 22. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's really good for Johnny. Johnny, your perception roll is terrible. You are walking. All these people are talking at you all around you. (laughs) Your foot catches on something that's sticking out of the ground, and you start to lose your balance. (laughs) But you're able to prevent yourself from face planting. Whoa. That was almost a three. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back at what tripped you up, you were shocked to see a horse's head popping up out of the ground. Whoa! Its body seemingly (laughs) buried below ground. (laughs) Uh, Clearly not conscious, but you're not really sure if it's alive or dead. Oh my god! I uh, do a heel check on it to see if I can figure out if this horse is alive or dead. Johnny, don't touch it! Uh, You could be decomposing, you could get a disease. Uh, Esther is also going to do a heel check, but by which I mean she's going to nudge it with her heel to see if it reacts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Johnny rolled a 15 for a total of 22. Nice. Esther, you walk over, you nudge this horse (laughs) with your shoe. Its mouth kind of falls open and a a huge handful of acorns like come tumbling out of its mouth. Uh, this is fake shit. Look at how fake this all this shit is. This is Whoa. gross. I don't like any of this. Don't eat the acorns. Why would they do that? That seems crazy. <laughs> it's probably a pun. Like, don't look the acorn house in the gift mouth or something I'm like that. I, I can't let him sitting here trying to figure out what pun an acorn stuffed horse is based off of. Fantastic. Oh, it's so bad. Breaking my brain trying to come up with what it is. Johnny, you put your, your spa knowledge to work. Yeah. You've seen a lot of people get just extremely relaxed and fall asleep. Yeah. You are positive that this horse is not dead, hmm. uh, although it Whoa. certainly would look that way to a layman. You do think, though, that this is not normal sleep either. This is something weird that has is keeping this <laughs> horse asleep. Well, I mean, Johnny 
busts out the foldable corpse shovel uh, and he has <laughs> in, in his inventory is like, gang, I feel like this horse is alive and like, oh, like we should get it out. Oh, is this something we really need to engage with? No, we don't. Andrew, this is such an important question. The foldable corpse shovel was from the first loop. Um, but the fact that oh, you refer to it as such in this loop implies that Johnny got one, but also refers to that one as a foldable corpse shovel. So what is Johnny doing with this shovel? Well, uh, probably in the various petting zoo mishaps uh, oh, no. that happened, maybe some people ended up deep in the sand or might have been passed by Genbu and he needed to dig people out. The Gimbu poop shovel. <laughs> oh, that's worse than a corpse shovel. <laughs> really great. Okay. Fuck, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I got a foldable shovel. Justin. Yeah. Uh, I've got two things I'm going to try, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I want to use discerning palette to see if I can tell whether this thing is a real, like, horse or horse man, or if it's a face species creature. Okay. You're suggesting we're going to unearth this thing and it's going to be horse top, human bottom? No! Yes. No! <laughs> That's fair. The horse worst. head guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's very fey to take a guy and give him a horse head, right? Okay. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> no, it totally it's Shakespearean. is. Shakespearean. Oh, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I wouldn't do something like that. Should I make like a nature check? It says nature is for Fay. Yeah, go ahead and make a nature check for me. That's perfect. Okay. It's for animals too. So one way or the other, you could get to the bottom Excellent. of it. And the second thing I'm going to do is see if the acorns are real acorns or some kind of spell effect. Hmm. Great. Oh, oh I rolled a one on my knowledge nature. Uh, I definitely have detect magic, so I will deploy that on this whole situation. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good read, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, Zelf, so you are taking a look at the acorns that were in this horse's mouth. Yeah. They're clearly not normal acorns. They are like purple <laughs> and pink. They have a strange Ooh. shape to them, a little bit spiky at the top. Not anything that you've seen before, but also not something that you can identify. Astra casting detect magic around, mm -hmm. you find a couple interesting things. You find that there is not an aura on the horse. So you're feeling like whatever has put it to sleep is not a spell. Hmm. And by that process of elimination, you do think that the acorns have something to do with that, but it's not a, necessarily a spell, perhaps. So, like, okay. this is maybe just the natural impact of the species of acorns? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Awesome. I'm going to keep the acorns. <laughs> Patty, with your high perception check, as all this is happening around you, you are able to notice nearby other animals in a similar state. You see, like, a bear with just its head above ground asleep. Mm. Five chipmunks uh, in a little <laughs> row. Uh, there's, like, a turtle. Oh. <laughs> Patty was grossed out initially by the what she thought was a dead horse, but now seeing <laughs> woodland friends in distress, she is deeply moved, especially by the chipmunks for obvious reasons. <laughs> Give them the acorns. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Zelf, you're not taking those acorns because hmm. what are you going to do with them? Are you going to plant them outside 
of the mystery whispering woods because that's how you get invasive fae species. Oh, potentially. <laughs> Could decimate an ecosystem. And it control the garden environment. It becomes no. a research. No, that's not how how plants or magic work. Perhaps I could <laughs> grind them to make a nice soporific acorn milk. That would be quite popular. My guess is if you try to plant one of these acorns, you're going to get some sort of animal plant. <laughs> I think if we dug up one of these squirrels, we're going to find some weird roots. Because yeah, cause can I tell you what? That's the kind of weird shit that happens here. You don't think these animals ate an acorn and fell asleep? Under the earth? Well, a fae could have buried them. A bear? Okay. All right. Well, Johnny's got his... his Gross-smelling shovel out. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Should we dig up a small one first, just in case there's something nefarious? I mean, these oh. little guys are, they're so cute and they're so fluffy. I really feel like we should dig them up first. It's not because they're rodents, too. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm not speciesist. Well, in case a gang of fae is starting to surround us, I think you should pick a smaller animal. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this little guy. Also, I like the word you said, Matt. Maddie, I like the word you said. You said nefarious. That's what this all is. It's all oh. nefarious. Nefarious. How fun. Let's dig up a chipmunk. Is that how it's pronounced? Wow. Yeah. What? That's why that that's the origin of the word. It comes from the fae and how and how shitty all the stuff they did. Astro's linguistics lesson as we dig up a chipmunk. I feel super bad for this horse though. <laughs> Start with a squirrel. All right, all right. If there's time, we can do the rest. Johnny shovels out a squirrel. Yeah, it's really easy <laughs> to get one of the chipmunks out. Uh, really, just one scoop from your giant hands uh, can get that guy out. Uh, it's a normal chipmunk. Mm. Uh, just like a single acorn falls out of its mouth, mm. it stays in whatever stasis it's in. Patty would like mm. to go up to it and just like, only because we haven't tried this yet, like, give it a firm <laughs> shake. You're like, Come <laughs> <in>! <laughs> Hello! Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> I assume it doesn't do anything, but I had to try. <laughs> it does not. It does not. Well, there you go. Uh, it just sort of ragdolls in your hands. <laughs> oh, no. It's so sad. Astro this whole time is going to be keeping a firm eye on every member of the group and make sure none of the weaker members, Manny, Gumball, wander off. Funny. Self is going to look around at the different animals and say, what do you make of this, Nolia? You've been in this forest many times. I've not seen anything like this before, but, you know, every time I come in here, it's something different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It does look like the mist is getting thicker, though. Mm. It usually doesn't last long when this happens, but it's a good sign of increased fey activity in the area. Should we just abandon these animals to their um, underground fate and continue on, maybe? Astra! I feel super bad about it. <laughs> you can always get them on the way back. Astra, how could you even suggest that? <laughs> I said maybe. What if it was Gumball, right? <laughs> you know, if it was Gumball, we know him by name, we'd dig him out and carry him. Hi, speaking of Gumball, could Gumball, like, suck this sleepy magic out of these little guys? Oh my god, do it! <laughs> do it! <laughs> He could snorful them, but it's not going to have any effect. This is a mundane sleep. They must have drank some sort of weird powder or maybe the acorns are drugged or something. But magic's not going to shake these creatures out of their sleep. Man, this seems like something we should be able to overcome, but I can't figure out how. <laughs> Seventh level party scratching their heads. <laughs> About some sleeping chip. I shook them. Yeah. That's all I had. 
<laughs> I've got a polypurpose panacea for wakefulness. It says you remain awake for two hours without feeling sleepy. You gain a plus five resistance bonus against sleep-related spells such as lullaby and sleep. Is that something that could work if something is already asleep? Or am I just like pouring fluid down an animal's windpipe and it's not going to help anyone? Forcing a chipmunk to drink espresso? <laughs> I'll let you do that and then make a caster level check, Zelf. Okay, sounds Ooh, good, yeah. Okay. He'll take a syringe so that he can syringe it down Ooh. the chipmunk's throat. Like you'd give to a kitten That's or something cute. like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Precious. Is Johnny going to continue to dig him out? Or Yeah, Johnny was definitely digging him out while this is going on. Pulling him out like turnips or something. Johnny wants to get that horse out. <laughs> uh, Justin, make caster level check is a 23. Interesting. That's pretty good. I will allow this to wake the chipmunk up. <laughs> you see that it kind of shakes a little. Uh, it's like twitches first and then it, it's eyes slowly open. As soon as it sees you, uh, it's going to flee. Oh, Happy to be awake, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, afraid of this uh, strange man holding it. We should have woken one of the ones that was still trapped so we could question it. <laughs> so it could be panicked. going to question it, <laughs> Yeah, so self isn't particularly good with live animals. So when it starts to run off, he's just like, oh, it worked. Huh. Johnny, I'm going to have you make a fortitude check for me. All right. While you do that, Patty and Johnny... Even with your dark vision, you are finding it increasingly difficult to see as this mist is getting denser around you. You know, like, logically, it's midday, but looking around, it may as well be, like, the dead of night in terms of, like, your visibility further out as time goes on. I got a 24. Great. Perfect. You Hmm. are working on digging up this horse and you you get it uncovered enough that you are able to try to just pull it the rest of the way out. First, you know, you get the front two hooves out. Horse? But after that, it is the body of like a middle-aged human man. No! God damn it. Oh, it's just a clean beard. <laughs> a set of arms and then human legs completely naked flops out on the earth behind oh, it. No. Uh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> Johnny, you're grossed out, but you're fine. Oh. The rest of you are going to need to make a fort save as well, or you will become sickened oh, in the presence no. of this creature. That's as so long as you don't funny. flee automatically. Oh, my God. So okay. Oh, Patty rolled a one. Everyone near me has a plus four on saves against fear because of oh, my aura. Thank God. I don't know if that helps at all, but. Unfortunately, it doesn't help the eight and the nine. <laughs> Justin. How did you know we would dig the horse out? <laughs> of course we would. No, actually, answer the question, Justin. <laughs> I mean, it felt likely. <laughs> like a strong possibility. Uh, all right, I rolled an eight. Fine. Patty and Astra are both sickened in the presence of this awful creature. Uh, it's only for six rounds, so you, you get over it before anything bad happens. But, uh, yeah, it, it's awful. Awful to look at. <laughs> self, self is going to cover it with a sheet. Yeah. I have a spare sack. We could, like, put over him, like, give him some pants. Don't dig up the bear. <laughs> <laughs> You said the horse wasn't enchanted, right? So is that just how he is? Seems to be that way. I guess this is just nature. I don't know. 
Maybe the earth did something to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I like that. Does it have surgery marks? Maybe it was Frankenstein together. This is some real Junji Ito stuff. Yeah. Any animal you plant becomes human. Friend. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I do a heel check on it to see if I can discern the nature of this horrific misshapen creep. Nope. Roll the natural one. Eight. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, even with a natural one, like, they, you could tell there's no, like, obvious surgery scars. It seems like this is just how, how he be. <laughs> huh. Well, we can abandon him, or we can try to wake him up and talk to him, or we can tie him up and take him with us to Molni and see if Molni can heal him with his divine cat magic. Do you think we should just put it out of its misery? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should put it out of our misery. I think we should rebury it and, 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 oh, and rebury it and let it sort itself. Leave it for the next unfortunate wanderers. Yeah. Oh. I mean, guys, I don't want to know what it's going to do if we wake it up. Oh, panic, I have to assume. Horses are flighty creatures, and I assume that since the horse is the head part, it's got a horse brain, and it's going to freak out. That's fine. It just canters majestically back into the woods and lives its natural life, right? Oh, well, stay away from those front feet. Okay, I am a little curious to know how it stands, because, like, how does it, how is it balancing? Not well. Uh, uh, you can imagine it's a little lopsided. Oh, no. Justin, have I ever heard of these horse question marks? <laughs> no. No, you have not. Never. Excellent. Oh, man. Okay. Does it stand on its people legs with its human arms and front horse arms and horse head up in the air? Or does it walk <laughs> on its back human legs and its front human arms and front horse arms like a weird fucked up centipede? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know because this one is passed out, but you can imagine that it would kind of have to walk on the front two hooves and then the back human legs. But oh. the human legs would be so much shorter that it's kind of at like a slope <laughs> where it's almost like kind of dragging the back half. And then like the, the back arms are kind of useless. I really think we should kill it. <laughs> I think we need to kill it. I don't think it needs to be alive. <laughs> Caitlin wants to kill it. I, I mean, you got a machete. As a lover of horses, Caitlin demands that we kill this abomination. <laughs> um, should we dig up the bear, though? <laughs> I'm... Johnny has probably already started while the rest of you are in home. He's like, oh my god, there's another man in there with a bear head on. I have to get him out of there. Justin, does it look like there are any fallen acorns perhaps from a nearby tree? Or does it look bizarrely like the only acorns around are the ones that are in the mouths of the sleeping animals? Good question. Good question. You had a good perception roll and you had plenty yep. of time. In the vicinity that you are in, you do not see any trees that seem to be naturally producing these acorns. Hmm. You do notice, though, however, Zelf, as Johnny is, is hard at work digging up this bear and Patty is contemplating <laughs> <laughs> mercy killing this horse. <laughs> the mist is rising and looking out, you've got maybe like 10 feet in front of you. You do notice in the distance, though, some lights that are, are cutting through this mist wow. and, and they're sparse and Nalia she says to you those are probably the frog lights Zelf that would be a good place to rest if we can make it to one of them the frog lights excuse me uh, they're, they're tiny little creatures they have eyes that light up you will be able to see each other at least if we're near one 
Yeah, that might be oh. ideal. Johnny, if you hit human, if you get to a human layer on that bear, <laughs> just stop yeah. digging. Let it it just get its arms free and it'll take care of the rest. Okay, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Patty, sorry, Maddie, are we killing this thing or no? <laughs> no, no. I No. I mean, should we probably yes, but I can't bring myself to do it. Who are we to judge? Johnny pulls out an ion torch that he got uh, for this loop and he puts it out so this nice. little glowing light starts orbiting around his head while he starts getting deeper into the ground to see if this bear has human shoulders. Is this Johnny's version of like a little headlamp, like a minor kind of? Yeah, it's a magical headlamp <laughs> that doesn't take any hands to hold. So yeah. Yeah, uh, Astro will cast light hmm. just so we got a little bit more light here too. Johnny, you uh, get to the waist of this bear. It, it seems to be that this is a just a real bear. Oh, <laughs> okay. So this is just a bear. So I should keep digging it out, right? Like, <laughs> I think that's what Astra said. Okay, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I choose to believe that was my instructions. <laughs> he has become trapped by a mundane thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried this is the trap. I feel like this is all just a reason to get us to stay in one place so the Fae can come and track us. Uh, but it is really funny, so <laughs> I am curious what happens with the rest of the bear. <laughs> would, would the chipmunks have become human if we had just left them there? Or, I don't know. <laughs> what if it was like a human-sized lower body with a chipmunk-sized top? <laughs> oh, horrifying. <laughs> The horror is what makes you dig. <laughs> Before we go too much further, Astra, you are able mm -hmm. to note that your light spell doesn't seem to have an effect in the mist. However, mm -hmm. you feel like similar to with Ogavia, your fairy fire would mm. cut through this. Uh, that doesn't last as long, does it? A uh, minute per level, so not, not mm -hmm. a ton. Might uh, be enough to get us to the frog lights. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'll cast it on Gumball. Adorable. He doesn't eat it off of him, does he? Oh, uh, that's a good question. No, I'll cast it on Manny then. I'll cast it on Manny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've, I've identified them as the most likely to be fade-napped. <laughs> no, uh, that is that's true. That's fair. Manny starts to glow with purple and teal and green. I think you said last time peacock colors. Mm -hmm. It does... Uh, illuminate through this mist in a way that the other light sources won't. Fascinating. It cuts through magical forms of, of darkness and obstruction. Nice. And uh, allows you guys to have a pretty a wide berth making your way towards the frog lights. Are we taking the horseman with us? Johnny definitely wants to. I mean, we'd have to drag him along the ground. How are we going <laughs> to transport him? It's going to be heavy. It is half of a full-sized horse. <laughs> 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 Fuck. No, Fuck. Leave, this is clearly a creature of the Fae. Let him be surrendered onto the Fae. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad that he was, like, buried, but, I mean, he doesn't seem to be in any immediate distress, and... I just don't see a practical way of transporting him. Yeah, okay. Also, I hate looking at him, so... Yeah, that too. I don't want to keep seeing it. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I don't like it. It physically revolts. Well, like, I could probably... If I went off into the woods over there, I could no. possibly cut down no. some vines and sticks and make, like, no. a stretcher for him. 
I double check to make sure he's still attached to the the, the tether. (laughs) Absolutely not, Johnny. We're abandoning him. Okay. Just like God has. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could try to wake him up like I woke up the chipmunk, or I have a spell called Minor Dream, which lets me send a message into a sleeping mind. (laughs) Why are you so invested in this horse monster? Zelf is going to use up all his spells on this reverse centaur, and then we're going to get attacked by the fae, and he's not going to be able to do anything to help us. Yeah. Meanwhile, Johnny is going to unearth a creature called Bear? Question mark. It's going to eat horse. I'm just fascinated by the unknown. I let it go. Guess like I just thought you know it must be like some sort of cursed dude, but. It could just be a fake feature, and I'll just bow to Astra's wisdom in this this arena because, like, yes. I don't really know about face shit. So, yes, that's right, Johnny. Some things that look like humanoids aren't humanoids, and vice versa. Yeah, I know. And like, sometimes people are just monsters. That's right. They would like leave and abandon something helpless in the ground without trying to see it. <laughs> <laughs> he starts looking back at the bears like all right guys like i know i'm down to the knees but like what if there's like a human under that like johnny johnny i think it's time to move on it's just a bear johnny i'll, I'll let you get the feet out uh you're, you're able with just one last pull having to know you get this bear out and it, it has bear feet as well oh. b-e-a-r feet yeah it's just a cute little guy look at oh wow he's so soft wow johnny <laughs> tears a bit of his sleeve and gives it to the bears like yeah so we can have a scent to fall us later and thank us oh my god, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, god. Well, sometimes you get the bear sometimes you get the reverse centaur why don't we go cluster over those frog lights and yeah wait until the fog passes and never think about this again <laughs> This past weekend, the team finished recording our fourth Patreon-exclusive multi-episode one-shot with GM and world builder Andrew Hansen. It will feature the final premiere debut of my pervert character. That'll be coming sometime in the future, which is a great reason to join our Patreon so you can see exactly when it goes live at patreon.com slash bcbparty. But an even better reason to join right now is that we have a poll going right at this very moment. In that poll, patrons can put together a dream team of alternate PCs, including flashback and one-shot characters. And then GM and world builder Justin Green will take the highest ranking character for each player and make a one-shot where they all have to work together. Have you ever wanted Toots Capellini and Ismail Xanderthirst to hang out? Or seen how Dr. Violetta Grimbaldo and Plumpy would work together? Now is your chance. Just go to patreon.com slash bcbparty and help us make the most unhinged vote as one shot possible. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You guys make it over to this like small little like watery area, a small little, not even a pond, but it has three or four frog lights sitting on there. They look like normal frogs, except that they have slightly larger eyes than you would expect, which are glowing faintly. Every once in a while, the eyes will like really light up brighter. Uh, that's what you're seeing that like is cutting through the fog from far away. And they seem to be, like, doing some sort of pattern, like, between each other, maybe some sort of communication between the frog lights. But they are are otherwise just normal frogs hanging out, sitting, tiny little creatures, cuties. Justin, I love this animal. If I eat it, can I get any spell-like abilities? <laughs> Make a nature check, Paul. I will absolutely I mean, generally, etiquette says that you're supposed to kind of leave the frog lights for future wanderers, Mer. you know? It's just kind of polite, but I guess oh, eating oh, one would be focus. fine. With that inspiration check, that is enough <laughs> Okay. to identify the frog lights as you're sitting next to them. Uh, you do know that they uh, have the mental capacity of just a normal frog. Hmm. They are communicating with their eyes flashing, um, but it's not like language. Um, it's like mm-hmm. danger, food. You also know that you could eat these creatures and your vision would cut through the Whoa. fog. Oh my God. Let's Ooh, do it. That's cool. Let's <laughs> slaughter right, that's them all. Cool. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Did Zelf take any of the acorns? He didn't take the ones that Astra told him not to. Okay. Did he take some of the other ones? Maybe. I didn't take the ones out of the horse mouth, but the ones out of the bear mouth I wasn't told about. No, Zelf is happy if he gets just one weird food thing in an event. So he'll let the acorns go for now. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. That feels usable information. (laughs) Your eyes glow large and bulbous. You gain the ability to see through magical obscuring effects to a distance of 60 feet. It doesn't enhance your ability to like see in the dark, though. It doesn't confer dark vision or anything like that. But it distorts and skews your normal vision and imposes a minus four penalty on perception. The spell is amazing. Hmm. Justin, we haven't gotten a chance to do this too often, but if Zelf successfully prepares this meal, would he then get that spell on his sheet? Or is it only as long as he has whole frogs? So this spell you could add to your spell book. It is uh, alchemist. I feel like we're going to come up against a dense ash smoke or fog later. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Slaughter this creature. (laughs) Take its power. (laughs) That sounds like the Johnny I know. (laughs) That sounds like what the Whispering Woods are saying right now. (laughs) Patty understands the utility of doing this, but chooses not to watch it happen. Uh, Just one. Just one Zelf. As you're looking between themselves, you do see something strange. One of these frog lights' eyes is not glowing. Hmm. Once you spot it, it takes a swift leap closer to you, and it says in human speech, Oh. Hey, make out with me. Make out with me. <laughs> Say it again. I'm a hot frog. Make out with me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The self says, no, I've heard of this one. If he kisses a princess, he becomes a prince. Are you a princess? I'm not. Kiss me and find out. I see the way you're looking at me. (laughs) You want this frog mouth on your mouth. Sexually aggressive frog. I'm a prince. <laughs> I'm a prince. Make out with me. Terrifying insight into Justin's flirting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be disappointed. I'm a super hot prince that got cursed by a pixie. I'm also the best kisser you'll ever get the chance to experience. Oh, really? Don't trust him. It's too much tongue. <laughs> Astrid, have you ever kissed a frog? Like, No, I would never. No. No, it's gross. That one's a male frog anyway, so not really my type. Dude, sorry, frog. Like, my friends told me I shouldn't be kissing any creatures because, like, I could get, like, diseases or something. That's true. Disclaimer, Johnny is immune to diseases. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know that. I don't know. Maybe we could take you along and you could find somebody who would make out with you. Like, we're going to go see Molny. You want to come along? No. Listen, Froggy, do you have a name? Uh, I, I used to, but I don't remember. Yes. That happens around us. Listen, final offer. You can snoodle with Gumball here. Take it or leave it. <laughs> You're all sevens. You should be begging to get with a tin like me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. Oh, I man. can't believe Zelf didn't make Manny kiss the frog <laughs> in a bizarre hazing ritual. I do want somebody to kiss this frog, but obviously none of us should. Obviously I not. I know we shouldn't, but I really also I also want Patty to kiss the frog. But she's too <laughs> smart. She's a woman of the world. She knows better than to go around 
kissing strange creatures in fae-infested woods. That dating show taught her that you need to be careful who you kiss. She needs to proceed with caution. Uh, yeah, if this were a video game, I would absolutely save scum to do this exact thing. Hey, we can do that. Let's just write in the journal right now what we've been doing. <laughs> oh. Using the time loops to save scum. <laughs> okay, I am going to make a note to do that. Um, so if we ever come back here, we can try Kiss it the frog as next, next loop. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnny's not interested. Sorry. Sorry, bro. God, he's got to watch you eat something that looks just like him, though. <laughs> Patty will say, um, sir, look, I'm not interested in kissing you, and I don't think anyone in our group is, but I will advise you to perhaps avert your eyes um, from what's about to happen next. Do you want us to, like, take you along to, like, a more popular place so you could uh, probably, no, like, No, he's an asshole. We don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> he called us sevens, Johnny. What does that mean? Well, it, it doesn't matter because it's not true. We're we're a five to a nine. Thank you. As a range, as a whole group. I'm assuming I'm the nine. Yeah, I was giving. I was giving you. An, <laughs> I was saying you and Johnny were both nines, and the rest doesn't need to be said. I don't understand. The seven's lucky. I'll make a seven lucky. Hey, come over here. Back <laughs> 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 in your swamp, you nasty little thing. And Patty's gonna prod at it with her machete. <laughs> It doesn't go far. It, it stays and watches the group, but it it stops speaking to you. <laughs> Anybody need a familiar? <laughs> oh, well, a little asshole familiar, a little snarky, horny frog. <laughs> Tempting. Justin, I do want to make some frog legs. Okay, yeah. You are able to do that, Paul. I can't believe that this is happening in such a literal manner where he's eating <laughs> frog legs, which are an actual food. <laughs> Yay, I learned a spell from a food. That's what Kirk is for. <laughs> Success. Good job, Paul. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Yeah, Zelf, you prepare some frog lights. You can eat those whenever. Gives you uh, your 60-foot vision. Nice. Cool. Uh, as you guys are doing that, waiting, Patty... Just Patty. Hmm. Hmm. You begin to hear above you the sounds of like rustling and twigs snapping. Like something has landed abruptly in the branches of the tree that you guys are kind of positioned beneath. And you see this silhouette moving quickly of like a large creature that seems to have antlers, but like also a large bushy tail. It's about the same size as you. And you're pretty sure that you spotted in its hands, like, a large shovel, weirdly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And you hear this sort of haunting chant. Whispers of the woods did chorus. Winter's coming to the forest. Fuck. I am the seasoned incarnate who's here to help you hibernate. (laughs) Through ice and snow, survive this drought by placing acorns in your mouth. And burying your body deep for softly drifting off to sleep. Is it Ansel? (laughs) (laughs) Patty has a sudden (sighs) horrifying realization that maybe they shouldn't have dug up those animals. Yeah. Maybe those animals were hibernating for the winter and now they're going to die because we dug them up. <laughs> they were being hibernated, which feels different from hibernating. <laughs> Patty would like to uh, 
try to shout up at the creature and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, Flufftail, you, Astra, Astra is going to dive for Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make an attack roll of some kind. <laughs> Astra, what are you doing? Don't, oh, my God, you're going to get me all dirty. Don't, don't, don't attract his attention. It's going to bury us if it finds us. It thinks it's doing something good, I, Patty. I think that we interrupted the natural order of no, things. there's nothing natural here. Don't call it over. It's going to try to bury us and put acorns in our mouths. That's right. It's only an unnatural order. Oh, fine. Yes. I just was trying to be ecologically conscious. Jeez. You did a great job listening. You're about to be ecologically unconscious. Did you like that, Monastra? <laughs> it's too much. It's too so much. just stands by making puns. <laughs> listen, listen. The bear was still mostly underground. We didn't actually pull it above ground. That thing is going to circle back and make sure they're all taken care of. That one chipmunk that Zelf woke up is, is going to be in oh, trouble. The rest no. will be fine. It'll rebury them. And then they'll either live hibernating or they'll die maybe are you implying that a single rodent life isn't enough to be concerned about uh, well, well it, it wasn't a chipmunk human, you know. It wasn't like a hybrid. That, that just makes it worse, huh? Ooh, I heard I heard it as I was saying it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oof. Well, don't ask me. My barometer for the stakes of things is firmly set at the destruction of Irisol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make a pun about stakes. But no. <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. Well, next loop, maybe. Yeah, you could say that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate missing steak. <laughs> the, the point is, we can't call that thing over. Fine, do fine, fine. Bad. You made your point, rodent okay, hater. Good. I see where we stand. <laughs> okay, what if, what if, what if we circle back? What if we circle back and rebury them? <laughs> Is that okay? Is that better? <laughs> Wait, why don't I just talk to the thing Patty saw? No, no, and no, like, no, no, if no, it no, needs no, no, help. That was my idea. <laughs> Patty already yelled at it. It's clearly some kind of guardian of the forest doing <laughs> ecological <laughs> things. Yeah. Astra, what are you? Are you trying to physically restrain us? Yeah, yeah. But I rolled a nine on my dex check to clamber up Johnny and clap my hand to his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Patty'll give up. She's irritated, but she understands the point that Astra is making. And it rhymed. Did you not hear it rhyme? I did. I do hate poetry. I find that quite charming, actually. Oh my god, that takes a lot of skill. None of you have fey instincts, it's clear. You're all fey bait, all of you. Just like, you know, maybe he needs help burying those creatures, like, because they're going to get cold in the winter. So, like, no. Here's my question Astra, is this creature describing extant weather in the forest, or is it putting some kind of a curse on us? Oh, that's a good question. The winter is coming either way and has nothing to do with this thing, then we might want to think about making it. Fire. Yeah, that's a great question. Do I know if this thing is referring to? Is there something I can roll to have a better idea if this thing is... What the fuck the deal with this thing is? (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you guys make a new perception check and you can make a knowledge nature check. (gasps) 
I rolled a natural 20 oh, on my wow. perception for a 25. Astra is keyed up. Astra's freaking instincts. out. <laughs> Boy, I am bombing my knowledge checks. I mean, honestly, if we're just Fae then we should just be, like, trying to tempt the Fae into getting us, right? Because, like, then, yeah. No. Boom. <laughs> Justin, I liked your poem. Yeah, it was a great poem. <laughs> it was very really convincing. Really and I would, I would willingly lead our party into an encounter with that creature just so I could hear more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear all of your rhyming couplets for all of its attack moves. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see its pun name, whatever that is. (laughs) This creature skitters down the tree a little bit more. And Astro, with your natural 20, you get a good look at it as it sort of points this shovel towards the group. (laughs) You think at first that it's some sort of like weirdly antlered, oversized squirrel. Yes. But your eyes meet. It has big bug-like black eyes. And you think that this is somebody wearing a weird costume. You can see like a zipper at the neckline of like a fur suit. (laughs) And you can note that this one does have bare feet as in B-A-R-E. It has like dirty, (laughs) large hobbit-like feet that are fully exposed at the bottom of this costume. And it's got kind of a, a humanoid face. It's definitely not a squirrel face where, like, the costume is open where it can look out. Huh. And it points its shovel and squirrel. a large pit <laughs> opens up beneath Manny and Gumball. Uh, and Manny oh, is going to make no. a reflex save here. He knew it. Oh, he actually made it. Shocking. Oh, well well done, Manny. Yeah. Well done training. <laughs> yeah. Justin, does he get a penalty because Gumball is chained to him? <laughs> <laughs> is this your new scumming voice? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the pit opens up right beneath Manny's feet, but he uh, successfully jumps out of the way. And he kind of rolls and grabs Gumball on his way out, out of there. Oh, good boy. The squirrel kind of moves back up the tree a bit, so it's back out of sight. <laughs> But Astra, you did uh, get witness all of that happen. <sighs> well, probably nothing, right? <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> I mean, we all saw Manny jump out of the way of this pit. I don't know if we all saw the squirrel. Uh, right, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I guess I'm the only one who saw that. Manny, are you okay? Wow, that was incredible. What was that? Um, Some fey bullshit. If if I had to s- describe what I look like, I would say a squirrel. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. A, it was some sort of human-like creature, and apparently, it has weird pit power. Oh, you're saying that we're under attack? Well, I it kind of skittered off, so like, I don't. I don't know that if we're actively under attack, but we should be wary. Oh. I feel like if you just let me talk to him, we could have gotten to the bottom of all this. But uh, what do I know? Yeah, if we see him again, maybe. I think in the meantime, we should keep going and we should just really keep a good eye on where we're taking steps. Again, remember the buddy system. She does a quick head count. Everybody's there, right, Justin? <laughs> yeah. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> It's <laughs> a frog following us again. That's what the frog called the sevens. There were seven of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of us should eat these frog light legs and they can be the spotter. They can watch the trail and lead the rest of us. It should probably be the person who already has really good perception. Patty. Maddie hurts. Wait, but those aren't vegan. 
Oh, you can't eat right. those. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Patty is not absolutely not going to eat a frog leg. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Not even if we make a coaxing sound while we feed it to you. Ah, no. Whoa. What? What? You know, like a bird of prey, perhaps. Doesn't work on everyone. Children mostly. All right. Justin, I'm going to cast a spell uh, to see through the fog. Cool. Self's eyes turn bulbous and glowing. <laughs> As you open your mouth to take a bite of this frog leg, an acorn. Oh my god, I rolled really well. An acorn <laughs> <laughs> flies. This is this is one that's hard to do. Uh, it, it flies at your mouth, Zelf. What is your AC? Oh man, touch AC or regular? Regular AC is twenty. An acorn flies past your head. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's clearly not just been thrown. It's like moving uh, as if it's being maneuvered by something, <laughs> some sort of force. It goes right at your, your your mouth, but you're able to duck out of the way. God damn it. Oh, my God. Did you see that? That was an acorn. Yeah, it was aiming for your, your mouth hole. Eat, eat those frog legs quickly and discreetly. <laughs> yeah, Justin, I'm going to slurp them. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and quietly. <laughs> Excellently slurped. To the right on the map, Paul, yeah. you see this creature on a, a tree over on the other side, about 50 feet away from you, 55 feet away from you. <laughs> Self is going to say, oh, it knows we're here. <laughs> Patty, if you want to sweet talk it, now might be the time. Hey, sweet talk me, I'll help you. The frog is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, that seems legit, guys. I think <laughs> increasingly convinced this might actually be a prince. <laughs> Advertising works. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. I think you should kiss the frog. <laughs> I feel like we need all the allies we can get right now. Okay, no, wait, that's let's, true. And like, wait, yeah. If he's been cursed, yeah. <laughs> let's think this through. If we are going to get into a combat and Johnny gets turned into a frog, mm-hmm. what? What then do we I'll have? Get wicked jumping abilities to chase the squirrel thing we're after. <laughs> that's brilliant, Astra. <laughs> do we have a recourse to turn him back into a Johnny? And by which I mean Zelf, because I feel like you have the weirdest kind of body morphing power stuff. Mm, I've got a few things I could try, but nothing that's a sure bet. I got something I could try. All right, dude, I'm just going to kiss you on the side, all right? Because I don't know your name. So, like, you know. Otherwise, <laughs> Johnny yeah. only so, kisses on the lips if he knows someone's name. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, like, very quickly gives the frog a little peck. I was like, there you go, little dude. Suddenly, a sweeping pink wind picks up and it swirls around you and the frog, Johnny. Oh and God. you swear that you see like some cartoon hearts that are like floating <laughs> around in there. You and the frog kind of lift off the ground, like frozen with this kiss, your, your lips on its cheek. And in like a full magical girl transformation sequence, oh hell yeah. this frog indeed becomes a hot fae prince. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, your skin is so glittery. <laughs> it has magenta skin and light pink hair that's like framed in a crown of flowers. Hell yeah. Six feathered wings that blossom from his back. Wow. A lily prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His ears and his nose wow. and his chin, they all come to like really dramatic points. Unbelievable. 
You've freed me. Finally, this wretched curse is lifted with true love's kiss. My darling, my heart, together at last. I owe you the world, and the world you shall have. Yeah, uh, what's your name, dude? I am the Pink Knight. Incredible. (laughs) Thank you, Pink Knight. Holy shit. From this day forward, you will live in the lap of luxury in my palace, never wanting for anything. Well, the Pink Knight shall provide for you. That is I, your oh. doting husband, <sighs> and never shall we be apart again, for we are one soul and two people. God, God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm so glad Tammy didn't kiss this frog. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you should go back to my palace. I live in a rainbow. <laughs> That sounds super awesome and like probably enchanting, but like it's not really like enchanting. All right. Oh, the fan art is I can hear the scratchy scratching of pencils on paper already. (laughs) I mean, this is the seventh member, right? This is our new party member who's never leaving our side. Wow. Holy shit. Justin. Man, Castian is going to hate this guy. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? Just open mouth staring. <laughs> wait, cover your mouths. Oh God, good point. Oh no. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Justin. Uh, Zelf is going to cast Iron Skin okay. in case we have a throw down here. Great. Uh, yeah, no, I think they're, I think I'm, uh, Astra is like Patty, just a gog. <laughs> All right. While you guys are doing that, the squirrel is going to open damn, up the a squirrel. hole beneath Nalia. Oh. <laughs> Who has been so patient. <laughs> she yeah. does not make her reflex save. Oh, no. Weighted down by her armor, she goes into this pit at record speed. (laughs) The squirrel leaps down from the tree that it's on and starts moving towards you. It's waving the shovel around. Patty and Astro watching shocked (laughs) as both the prince appears and Dalia falls into this pit at the same time. (laughs) Zelf, your skin, cast iron uh, like the pots that you use suddenly as you eat this. Still, your eyes bulging. (laughs) Bulging, glowing (laughs) eyes, metal skin. (laughs) (laughs) The stronger Zelf gets, the grosser his spells are going to (laughs) get. Yeah, hell yeah. What a promise. And I'll keep it. So, Justin, is Nolia just, like, trapped up to her head, or is she fully entombed in the earth? Right now, she's just fallen to a hole. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay, It wasn't immediately filled in with dirt? No, no, no. Okay. Pink Knight, bro, my soul bro, uh, like, do you know how to get us to the Temple of Molni? Because, like, that's honestly what my heart desires the most right now, is if you could get us there. The pink knight grasps your hand, Johnny, and he says, whatever you wish, my darling, I shall grant you. And the same, like, pink mist that swirled around you a moment ago comes back, swirls around you, Astra, Zelf, Patty, and and Manny, and Gumball, and it starts to lift you up again. And, Johnny, you see in the hands that you're holding, a wedding ring appears on your hand. Oh, my God. God. Damn it, Justin. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm so glad Manny didn't get the guy. He'd be done for the loop. He'd be gone. It is gaudy and terrible. And this wedding ring is in your equipment now. It is a symbol of your everlasting love for each other. Oh, 
I Justin, understand is this so a pillow much. cut pink ring? <laughs> it's not. I went with a different one, but this is what I, <laughs> yeah, I found yeah, that yeah. other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. God. Don't forget Nalia. Like, oh, she's no. part of our party too. Pink Knight, Soul Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see him reach out to like lift Nalia out of the hole at the same time that the squirrel starts filling in this hole with dirt <sighs> magically. Uh, and I think that the best way to figure it out is I'll just roll initiative for both of them and whoever gets the fastest. <laughs> Amazing. NPC battle. I love okay. it. Oh, no. Oh, the pink knight is slightly faster and he does oh, pull yeah. Nalia out oh, of there God. with oh, you. Well done, soul bro. <laughs> soul bro. <laughs> you guys find yourselves... In a completely different area of the Whispering Woods. Now you're in an open expanse. <gasps> oh my god, look at the cats! There's no more mist. And in front of you is a large stone building that is just covered, covered in stray cats in every open area. Oh, oh, they're adorable. Oh my god, there's so many cats! <laughs> God, you made Neko Atsumi, Justin. <laughs> Molni is a master player. <laughs> well, I thought we'd be lost in the woods longer than that. <laughs> oh my God, we made it. And he's looking at the ring on his finger and is like, what? Wait. Um... Astra, you said the Fae would get us lost, but this one brought us right here. Yeah, Astra, you seemed real concerned about nothing. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He's clearly dotes on Johnny. I mean, what more could you want? <laughs> uh, yeah, and there will be no repercussions or consequences of what's happening here at all. We definitely didn't almost lose Nalia. We might have left some creatures out to die of exposure. And yeah, you're right. We got out of the woods with only one of us getting married so what good, good track record um i mean like it's nice but like i didn't really agree to this like i just kind of like helped you out in like your time of need like i don't know if i can really be like your soulmate i don't really know you but we have the rest of our lives to know each other I mean, yeah, if you want to join our party and, like, become friends first, like, yeah, we can see how this goes, become I guess. But, like, I'm, like, I don't know how to tell you this, but, like, I've got, like, baggage, I guess. And, like, I don't know if that's, like, what you're looking for, my dude. Like, <laughs> I'll have the pink chariot pick up your baggage and we'll bring it to the rainbow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, physical baggage, definitely to the rainbow, but, like, also, like emotional baggage and like i worry that that could be like a storm cloud you know like that could like eclipse the happy sunshine daydream thing you got going on a storm cloud is necessary for the rainbow to appear wow. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good much like our love i'll always find the silver lining for you <laughs> all right well like you know you gotta meet my roommates here like you know and like i guess like we'll just see how this goes but like this is definitely what i gotta do first like before any other like rainbow visits like you know like i gotta save the world first sorry that's just like i committed to it and like you know i think what you like about me is like that i was willing to help you out <laughs> in a time of need and like this is also something i committed to and so like to be true to potential us i've got to be true to like the past commitments yeah 
Right. Johnny, sorry. It's a thumbs down for me. He's probably hot if he's your type, but he seems possessive. And that wears on you. You have a literal manservant, so. <laughs> Please. He's my employee. He has a wage. Wait, Manny, you get paid? <laughs> he's an unpaid intern. You're getting paid for this? Is he? Because we loop, it never hits his payday. Uh, can I roll something to, to determine if the form of this fae that we are seeing is a real form or some sort of illusion? Because I think this is the sure. real trap. I think the, the frog thing was just a, the first layer of a multi-layer <laughs> trap. <laughs> you could do like a detect magic to determine if there's not a, some weird aura on them. Uh, yeah, I will use detect magic. And let me double check. What what does the skill spellcraft use? Uh, so detect magic in conjunction with spellcraft. So detect magic will show you that there are auras, magical auras, and spellcraft will identify them. Okay. I would like to, I'll cast detect magic on this creature. <laughs> womp womp. I rolled an 11. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, once a day reroll an ability power to reroll this one. A positive force philosophy or divine presence fills you with hope, comma, Justin, and is a guiding force <laughs> of inspiration. Once per day as a free action, roll twice and take the better result on a skill check or ability check. Wait, which positive force is Astra reaching out to? Because uh, I wasn't sure if that had ha- really happened. Her self-belief. <laughs> oh, no, that has happened yet. If this will give any sort of bonus, Justin, while Astra is examining what's going on with the ring, Johnny is going to attempt to remove it. Okay. Nice. Uh, on my re-roll, I rolled a 20 for a 28 Natural total. 20. Yeah. Nat- Fuck yeah. Is, ha- how magic is he and in what direction? <laughs> how magic <laughs> and in what direction? I love it. First, you see an illusion aura on the pink knight. And you are able to eventually determine that this is the spell misdirection. Mm. This doesn't disguise his appearance. It does block any sort of information from like detect alignment type of things okay okay uh. and the ring is cursed whatever you do uh, it's not coming off what wait hey Solbro, i think this ring is too small because like i can't take it off <laughs> oh you don't ever need to take it off We'll be together forever. That's what true love is. What was your name? <laughs> uh, my name is Tommy Ember Eyes. <laughs> yes. uh, Johnny is also <laughs> bad at <laughs> fake names. <laughs> yes. You can tell because my eyes, like, they got little embers in them, yeah. Oh, I can't look away from your eyes, Tommy. Solbro, Pink Knight, like, I don't know if I'm in love with you. Can't, like, we wait until, like, we're sure of that? Before I and Johnny's like messing with the ring, trying to take it off the entire time this is going on. Just can't we just aren't we rushing things just a little bit here? Like, oh, Tommy, don't worry, we have plenty of time. I will go back to the rainbow now and I will get everything together for our wedding and I'll come back and pick you up in the pink chariot this evening. I do not agree to that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably you've got like an extravagant wedding planned and like. Honestly, like, I've got, like, a lot of stuff to do. And, like, you're truly my soul, bro. You'd understand. We've already made a pack. Uh, how did I do that? Tommy, you <laughs> wished that I would take you here. 
to Mulni's temple, and I've granted you this wish because you're my darling husband, and now we are bonded together. Oh, fey wish bullshit. <laughs> I told all of you. Aster is so happy that she's right. See, like, I'm pretty sure that you've got that, like, mixed up, Mr. Pink Prince, because, like, if I'm truly your soul, bro, you'd understand why this sudden commitment might be a little anxiety-inducing on me. And he's like, God, man, it's on really tight. <laughs> like, take this ring off or I'll probably cut off my finger. <laughs> <laughs> and or destroy this ring. And, like, I don't really want to do that because, like, it seems like a nice ring. Oh, I don't want you to do that either, Tommy. This whole scenario is starting to really upset Patty, fresh off her <laughs> dating reality show traumatic oh, experience. Yeah. She's going to push her way up next to Johnny and she's going to be like, listen here, Mr. Pink. This handsome young man has already said that he is not ready for marriage. Yeah. Maybe he wants to explore for a while. Maybe he wants to sow his wild oats across the continent. What? Maybe he wants to do quiet, meditative <laughs> contemplation like a monk. Well, you can do those while you're married. Whatever he wants to do, he does not want to marry you, and he is not going to be pressured by anyone, even my parents, into doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you need to back off off of my bro. Yeah. We're F2G. Are you F2G? Oh, he's not. Like, how do you feel about that? He doesn't even know what F2G means. I don't even know how he could be my soul bro if he's not an F2G, right? That's like... right. That's right. <laughs> I hear everything that you're saying, Tommy, and small friend of Tommy. <laughs> this is my friend Maddie. Maddie, Maddie. Beautiful. Yeah, the name's yes. Maddie. I look forward to having you at the wedding, Maddie. I hope that it's going to be as beautiful as you are. Oh, thank you. No. But no, no, it's not going to happen. There's not going to be a wedding, and you're not doing anything to my friend that he doesn't want to do. He'll want it eventually. <laughs> I'll give him all the time he needs. Uh, and he sort of winks at you, Johnny, and, and blows you a kiss. And then the pink wind starts to swirl around him. He says, I'll come and talk to you later tonight, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate it. <laughs> Johnny, like, bats away or spits away the kiss he blew at him. Like, no. <laughs> 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 Swings a two-handed greatsword. Yeah. <laughs> can cut through anything, even affection. <laughs> well, congratulations on your nuptials, Johnny. I'm so happy for you for being in love. This is really bad news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. The earlier you get married, the earlier you can get your first divorce out of the way. What? <laughs> Really grim. How many, how many times has Zelf been divorced? Is what I want to know. <laughs> Whoa, that's uh, a great question. Like I've definitely never been married, and I've definitely never been divorced. And be a little modern, man. <laughs> Johnny's like, okay, so I'm just gonna probably just have like Molny like slice off my finger, and then I think that'll be good. Oh, I think that might be excessive. I think, Jeff. but I mean, yeah, we can certainly talk to Molny about the situation. It's just my ring finger. Like, I don't really even need that. At least it's not my pinky uh, or my middle finger. Let's look into alternatives first. 
What do you need your pinky for? Oh, pinky's great for balance. <laughs> Let me try something. Uh, Justin can gumball disenchant the ring. Oh, <gasps> interesting. Uh, so potentially it could, but as a little baby, it's not likely. But I can roll for it here. Let's try. We it. believe in you, little guy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Johnny's gonna give Gumball some good luck. Uh, a good luck <laughs> high five on removing this this wedding day. Oh, on his little <laughs> Thanks, little bro. <laughs> I also realized that I just implied that anteaters have hooves, which I think is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. Disenchant eaters apparently have udders that uh, <laughs> like waddle. That's true. It's <laughs> a reroll on that if they want. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's doing his best. Uh, doing his best. Maybe I'll just let him slurp on it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> leaves his hand in Gumball's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he needs a time to get it to activate. Soak, yeah. <laughs> Soak. All right, I should have listened to Astra. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> It does nothing to help us now, but it makes me feel better. Right. And, you know, that's important. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. My feelings are important. My feelings yeah. of, of having, of feeling superior about my knowledge of this horrible monster place. I feel like you just kind of <laughs> undercut yourself there, but whatever, roommate. Like, you know, that's fine. <laughs> There's almost nothing better than saying, I told you so. Uh, it's, honestly, it feels so good. Oh, have I said it yet? I told you so. It's a bad place. <laughs> Weird things happen. I could yeah. never have anticipated that that was going to be what happened. Honestly, I never anticipated getting married. So, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. <laughs> Pink hearts, though. It's kind of nice. Kind of pretty hot, so it's like not the worst thing, but oh, sounds like a thumbs up from Astra. Kind of assume he's gonna like steal your soul or eat your toes one by one or something uh, equally horrible because that's just sort of that's sort of how the phase. It's never good, is the thing. Johnny, we'll find a way to break your curse of marriage. Don't you worry. <laughs> Misdirection is a tricky one because it's. It just makes it hard to know what is happening. Like, it, it is like that's the whole point of it is that it, it, it makes it so difficult to find out more information. I, I think we should just cut his finger off, but let's build up to it. Like, <laughs> 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 Johnny's instinct is right on that one. Thank you for listening. And an extra special thank you to our patrons whose support enables this show to continue being made and who have already submitted some pretty deranged character selections for the Patreon one-shot that we're working on. Thank you, you maniacs. And don't forget that even if you can't support us on Patreon, you can always tell your friends about this cool, funny, weird, good time show that you listen to. I bet they would love to listen with you because they care about you and your friends and stuff. As always, you can find us on Twitter at BCB Party, on Tumblr at BCB Party, or email us at BurtCookBookParty at gmail.com. 
Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astra Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.